Hey, Kyle, are you feeling super? You know, not not as super as uh, I felt in the past, but here we are, you know? How sick would it have been if we got Ravens, Lions? It would have been good. It would have been, it would have been entertaining to see different colors on your TV screen, you know? Yep. We'll get into it. But here we are. Conference championship weekend is in the books. I guess you just call it championship weekend. Kind of weird, though, with the Super Bowl coming up next. But let's just get right into it. We had two games, and they actually turned out to be pretty great games across the board. First off, we had the Kansas City Chiefs heading to the number one seed, Baltimore Ravens, who we had a future on to win the fucking Super Bowl. And the Chiefs pulled it off like they do. They win 17 to 10. They're moving on to the Super Bowl. What is this, their third Super Bowl in the last six years? Um, Did they win two? Yeah, they've won two. And then they lost the one to the Bucks. I think it's the fourth. Holy shit, man. This is crazy. Yeah, we're Mahomes. watching a dynasty unfold right in front of us, man. It's incredible. Exactly, Mahomes um, is well on pace to become the greatest of all time, like kind of indisputably. If he keeps this run up, he's twenty eight years old, about to play in his fourth Super Bowl, which is ridiculous. Um, and that's after not starting uh, right away in his career, too. So just crazy. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, you know, we talk- talked about it. I think we were. We were obviously were hopeful that the Ravens could pull this out, um, but that just wasn't to be. the The Chiefs two touchdown drives early. The Ravens defense started like they were playing fine. They were on guys. Mahomes was just literally throwing dots everywhere on the field, throwing guys open, making crazy plays on third downs, just like demoralizing type plays. And they were able to get out to that seventeen seven lead going into the half. And the Ravens' defense responded super well. Um, you know, they shut them out the second half, made life really difficult for them, let, gave the offense plenty of chances. But, man, the Ravens' game plan was just shitty from the start. It was insane to watch, man. Before we could get to the Ravens' offense, uh, yeah, it was Mahomes. And then, you know, you kind of had to know Travis Kelsey has had a down year. Uh, he's been banged up, obviously. He's been hurt. I don't think that fucking matters going forward. Like, in the Super Bowl, he's going to be ready to go. Uh, he had a great game. He was there every time Mahomes needed him. Um, they You could tell early on, like, they had a little connection going, which they always have. Uh, but that was huge for the Chiefs because they really don't have anyone else to fucking catch the ball. So they need him to be kind of an alpha guy out there. And he was. Yeah, he, he was very, very dominant. <clears throat> that fucking Ravens offensive game plan. What was that? I, I have no idea. They ran the ball, designed runs like eight times. Two of them were to Zay Flowers, too, I think. So Yeah, they had they six had running back carries in the whole game. And that their offense all year has been running the ball, and that's the one spot you can like kind of get after the Chiefs a little bit. And when you run the ball, that keeps Mahomes off the field more. It was just so weird. And the not just the fact that they were passing so much, but the style of passing. They had Lamar doing, you know, seven, eight step dropbacks. <laughs> That's not their offense. He looked he looked uncomfortable back there. Um, he was running for his life. He was running for his life. The line the line was getting tore up, and they were being asked to protect in a way that they weren't doing all season. That yeah. I, it just was mind blowing. Made no sense. I, I hate I hate this narrative, you know, about Lamar. Like he's not a pocket passer. Blah blah blah. All that um, he's had 
amazing moments in the NFL. He's an MVP. He's about to be a two-time MVP. So to hell with all that. But there were some people talking about it felt like that offensive play calling, that game plan was was trying to send a message about Lamar as a passer instead of just Lamar as a fucking good football player. I don't really think that's the case, but it did kind of feel like that. Like they completely abandoned. I, I think we saw the same tweet where it was like throughout the season, running back carries for the Baltimore Ravens. It was like 35 carries, 25 carries, 30 carries, 18 carries, 29 carries all year. I think the lowest they had in the game was 15. And then you get into the biggest game of the year and you run the ball six times with your running backs. And it's not like they were down huge the whole game. They could have no. run the ball. They ran the ball two times with the running backs in the second half. Two full – that's one carry per quarter. If everybody in the world knows you're dropping back to pass, yeah, you're fucked. Exactly. Don't. It doesn't matter who who's back there um, if you're that predictable in your, in your uh, approach there. And – you know, I I don't I can't imagine um, it was like a, someone trying to make a statement like with the play calls, but right. I, it does seem like that. But man, like what a what a spot to to test that out. Huh? Like why not? Let's do that yeah. one next year, maybe. You know, I it just it was so weird. It made no sense to me. Um, their run game had looked so good last week against the Texans. Um, all year it looked great, and even Lamar running like he was hesitant to run too because he was. Basically, he was so far, so deep in the pocket. He's got to make two guys miss just to get back to the line of scrimmage. It was, it was crazy. I, it was, it was just mind blowing um, how dumb that approach felt, and it was just infuriating knowing that our uh, our future ticket was just dying. Yeah, that was tough to watch. But despite all that, I mean, they had a chance to win the game. They were in it. it obviously, it was only seventeen to ten, so of course they were in it. But they had. <laughs> They're down 10. The best drive they had probably all the whole game, two yeah. drives in a row, really. They had the Zay Flowers drive where <laughs> there's a bomb to Zay Flowers. He catches it. He's going, he gets, he gets talking about like a 10 or something, but he taunts the guy. And listen, first off, he taunts, he taunts the Chiefs player. It's a 15 yard penalty. So now they're, they're 15 yards back of where they could have been. They would have been on like the 10 yard line. Yeah. I don't think taunting should be called in professional sports. Like you're getting paid to play football. It's okay yeah. if someone fucking razzes you a little bit. I get it in youth sports, all that shit. Those guys are just out there trying their best. These other guys are getting paid. It's their job. Do better if you don't want to get taunted. All that. Exactly. That's whack. But the rule is pretty clear. He definitely fucking taunted over his head. Like he was yeah. he was flexing on his face. Well, and, and then hit, for him, he hit a three a trifecta on it. Though was the problem. He he pushed the guy as he's getting up, yeah. And then he stood over him and kind of flexed, and then he spun the ball kind of towards him. It it was three for three. If he did one or maybe even two of the three, it probably looked the refs probably looked yeah. the other way. But hitting all three of them, that's just you can't can't uh, expect to not get called on that. That was tough. And then what? Three three plays later, four plays later. He uh, gets a little, you know, short pass. He's going around the edge, dives for the end zone, fumbles at the one, Chiefs get the ball. And that felt like the game right there. I mean, that was fucking brutal. Uh, so for him to do both those things, great player. If you don't know who Zay Flowers is, he's a rookie this year. 
fantastic athlete, good receiver. Looks like he's going to have a good rapport with Lamar for a long time. But holy shit, he fucked up so bad on that drive. Yeah, and, you know, to make matters worse, he uh, he happened to punch a bench on the sideline in frustration and, and cut his hand. Um, so just real rough day for the kid out there. Um, so And then after that, uh, if, it felt like uh, the Ravens were done, but they got the ball back with, with plenty of time to go score and make it a game again. And then Lamar throws a pick because they're throwing fucking deep balls. Yeah. It was crazy. Uh, that one was wild too. That was that one uh, is tough to like. Lamar threw that thing into triple coverage. Likely did beat his guy off the. I don't know if you saw, but he was he beat his guy off the line and was calling for the ball and just directly into triple coverage. But I, I mean, I, I I don't know. It was, it you know love love um, love Harbaugh as a coach over there. Great coach, but man did. He, they look unprepared and just like it, it looked like a, a coach that had never been there. Andy Reid just coached circles around him. Yeah, but that's not really hard. But he doesn't call the plays, does he? No, no. I just mean in general. But though, you're the head coach. Yeah, yeah. You're you're accountable for it. Uh, man, I mean, I hate to say, it, I hate to be the guy that's like, oh, I said this, you know, fucking eight weeks ago, but it was like week three, and I was like, Todd Munkin's a fucking bitch, dude. This is the same shit we've seen with the Ravens' offense. And they yeah. fucking fooled us and fooled us. We put $200 on them in the Super Bowl. We just straight up burned that Texans division champs ticket on fire. <laughs> but, did. And, you know, I was thinking how dumb, like, we are as just – we're just vibes, guys. We could have – the Chiefs would have paid better than both of them. Oh, it was such good value, and it was so obvious looking back. Yeah. Wasn't it? Oh, my God. So now here we are. Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Um what we think we're not going to fact check this the fourth time in six years this is their yeah. sixth straight conference championship Mahomes is looking for his third Super Bowl uh, I mean it's starting to get to the point where if the Chiefs win this game like obviously Mahomes is going to be in the running for for the GOAT even if he ends his career early a la Barry Sanders Calvin Johnson Andrew Luck like he could retire if he won this and retired you could argue that he's the greatest quarterback that ever played he just didn't yeah, play out his career because he didn't need to. Yeah, uh, but even Andy Reid is getting up there as what a top five coach of all time at this point. Oh yeah, I would say so. Doing it with two franchises, um, although he never, never finished the job for my beloved Eagles. But um, yeah, he's a great coach, and I can't imagine he's going to retire at any point soon because no. uh, why would you when you have Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback? He'll retire the day Pat Mahomes does. Exactly. Unless they win like six more Super Bowls, so probably yeah, yeah, good. Well, anything else on that? I mean, Chiefs just did what they do. I mean, they they're such a good team at game planning. Like that's I think where the Niners are in trouble. I think the Niners are a better team overall, but the way that they game plan around like circles around teams, man, they they will be fucking ready to go, and they're just a problem. They always will be. They are, and it's uh, crazy. Steve, uh, Steve Spagnolo has that defense just like humming now, and it's just they're just they're a problem. They're really a problem. This might be the worst offense we've seen of these like six straight Chiefs dominant years, uh, yeah. but probably the best defense. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt about you that. You know what they say about that? Defense wins championships, huh? Facts, dude. All right, anything else on that one? You ready to move on? I think we're ready to move on.
Let's get over to the NFC, the National Football Conference Championship game. The San Francisco 49ers pull off one of the craziest wins we've seen in a long time. This was a fucking excellent game. 34 to 31 over the scrappy, gritty underdog Lions. The Lions were up 17 points. It was 24 to 7 at halftime. The 49ers scored 17 unanswered in the third quarter. Came down to the fourth quarter. They held on for the win, and they're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, what a game of twists and turns there. Um, you know, we said this was the um, – It's it was just trust your nuts weekend. You had to decide, you know, which side you're going to be on. And Dan Campbell did his thing early, had those boys, like, humming early. The first, the first couple drives were – just incredible you know they scored early right away um with a big run from jameson williams who's just incredibly fast um you know four play drive to start the game get a stop get it back go down score again and it's just like oh shit this is happening and they just kept the defense kept things under wraps it was it looked great and um you know they got it to they're up 21 7 uh late uh, with the ball late in the uh, second quarter, uh, going down to score, but run out of time. Ultimately, they decide to kick the field goal, which at the time I, I thought that was the right choice. I think kicking these field goals, um, which we'll get to his decisions later, obviously. Um, but anytime you got a shot to take the, um, in a game like this, especially take it from, from a two possession game to a three possession game, you got to just do that because that changes the dynamic so much anytime a team's down two possessions and they have the ball like if they go down and score that just tightens the game up right away and and with when it's extended to that three possessions it just makes it feel that much more of a of a task ahead you know yeah yeah that was um i've kind of gone back and forth on that like i wish i wish now they would have kicked it i really wanted the lions to win this game uh, I think I've been pretty clear of my disdain for the 49ers uh, as a Raider fan. It just is tough out here. You know, it's just hard. It's hard to see it other people have what you feel like you deserve, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, like, I think Dan Campbell is who he is. He's never like hid that. He's never shied away from that. And yeah. I think if he, if he lost track of that, like if you try and switch up everything you've ever been about mm-hmm. for one game, I don't think that's the way to go. He even said after the game, he doesn't regret a single call, which you say that you probably regret maybe one or two, but uh, I don't know. I like it. I think that's the way you are. It's worked for you. You stick to it. That's what your guys like rally around. It didn't work out this time, but they still have plenty of chance. Like you don't fumble on the first play of your drive and give up an easy touchdown three plays later or whatever it was. You probably win the game like that. You know, that, that, that was the difference to me. Uh, it wasn't so much his calls. Obviously, looking back, those made a big difference. And if you kick a field goal one spot or another or both, you know, maybe you win the game. Um, yeah. But that's not who he is. And I, you don't get here if you're not Dan Campbell the way Dan Campbell is meant to be. And I think his guys are going to respect that. Yeah, I, I agree 100% because, like you said, that's what got him there to that point. Um, I remember, like, the year, the year the Eagles won that Super Bowl, they – were like that. They went for it yeah. on all fourth downs. Uh, fucking Philly special, right? Philly special, fourth and goal. You know, Uncle Manny, my pops, 
in their old old school football mentality you're like you got to take the points here you got to take the points here i'm like hell no you don't like this that they didn't do that all year and yeah. they went for it got it um but that being said the way the game shaped up the second half the niners got that ball first they're down 17 they get the ball first they look good but ultimately get held to a field goal huge stand by the defense if you're able to go right back down the field and get the field goal and make it like you're right back where you started and but now there's only seven minutes left in this third quarter you're already halfway through the quarter and you're right back where you started that's like pretty demoralizing especially the way the game had been shaking out but instead they get the drop um and that's the thing too where you can't really fault dan campbell when the players are are dropping dropping passes and and they they it was more of a choke job um by the lions than anything in my it opinion was. and um and and also the like you like you touched on that fumble the big play diuk off the face mask um you know those were the big swings more so than the the fourth down conversions and if if we can talk about that uh that iuk play one of the luckiest plays it feels like every team gets one of those at some point in the, these big games especially if there's a big comeback that being said i don't know if you noticed but that there was a flag thrown on that play they were 100% going to call it pass interference it was not pass interference they were going to call it if it got picked and the niners were still going to get the ball down there uh nfl rigged just throwing that out there yeah no it's obviously rigged they uh, would it i don't know what it is maybe they're just anointing Brock Purdy like the next Tom Brady, but like a late round pick, scrappy, gritty kid. Yeah. White. I didn't say that, but white probably yeah. factors into it. Lamar ain't getting that fucking flag. Jalen Hurts ain't getting that flag. Right. Yeah, I mean that that was crazy. What a what a play by Ayuk though. Fuck, that was a baller play. Also, just fucking Lions catch the goddamn ball both sides of the ball. Oh my god. Yeah. Catch two more know. balls in the whole game, you fucking win. You're in the Super Bowl. Exactly. Exactly. It was crazy. And, and, you know, back to this is the one spot where Dan Campbell, like you said, going for it on fourth down. I, I think the one, like I just said, kicking to go up, go back, make it a 27-10 game would have been huge there. But I understand the thought process of going for it. Fourth and short, they went for those all year. The next one, I really understand it instead of tying the game there because – you want to go score a touchdown and it's the same thing you figure oh we got stopped on this one we're, we're due for this one i get that logic that being said they ultimately go down 10 points they're down 34 24 they have all three of their timeouts they drive down the field they know they got to score twice and uh they're facing a third and goal with all three of their timeouts still and they run the fucking ball and get stopped and have to use a timeout and then that just that end of the game that end of the game right there that one was mind-blowing that one made no sense to me by the time they scored that touchdown it didn't matter uh it did matter for your bet you had a little parlay going with with the lions covering and they did so true shout out man campbell dan campbell (laughs) good teams win great teams cover that's a fact that's a fact well it was a fucking you know great season for the lions it was fun Uh, they're they're not going anywhere they're a fucking really good team yeah, I think Jared Goff is has proven he's more than serviceable as a quarterback for a team like this, for a team that runs the shit out of the ball, uh, plays solid defense, and then you know he's got Amon Ra, he's got Sam Laporta, he's got Jameer Gibbs, just fucking weapons all over the place. So he's gonna be fine. 
we didn't do that. Maybe we'll touch on this for the Ravens too, but where, where do the lions go from here? Do they make any big changes in the off season or just fucking run it back and be mad about losing. Yeah. I, I imagine they'll run it back. They're going to have to pay golf. I believe though, um, which will be, you think he gets like paid paid though. That's what I'm curious about. He's got, if I'm his agent, I'm fighting for every dollar because that he's got the numbers for it. He had them a game away from the Super Bowl. Um, and he's been in a Super Bowl already in his career. I, I would be, I would expect him to get a ridiculous contract, honestly. Yeah. It's a crazy thing about the NFL is, is like the next quarterback up just sets the record for most paid, you know, highest, highest contract ever. Um, I think guys are getting like 45 mil a year now. Mm-hmm. Goff was the number one overall pick. Like the dude is fucking yeah. laid up. He's solid. He does not need the money. Maybe he'll take like a 35 yeah. a year, mm-hmm. you know, um, if they could get that, I think that would go a long way to keeping this run going. If they have to pay Jared Goff 45 mil a year, yeah. 50 mil a year, if he's trying to be like the next biggest contract, they're fucked. It's over. That's that's the Daniel Jones fucking curse right there. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Anything else from this game? I don't think so. Just, uh, you know, it's going to be a good matchup. Going to be a good matchup over in Vegas. Uh, so that'll be exciting. Um, wish it wasn't all red, though, you know? It sucks, man. It's not fun it to sucks. watch. Yeah. Uh, I, You know, this happened, what was it, 19? Four years ago? Three yeah. years ago? Uh, you know, last time it happened was an election year. And um, and uh, it was Chiefs, Chiefs, uh, Chiefs Niners with uh, a Biden versus Trump election. And it's happening, happening again. Time is a flat circle. Really is. is that what they say? It's something like that. We're in a fucking simulation. The yeah. worst part is, like, as a Raider fan, this is a lose-lose. Oh, yeah. I hate the Chiefs. I hate the Niners. And I'm really torn. Like, uh, I have a lot of friends that are Niner fans. And, like, I know how it feels, like, as a Dodger fan, seeing my Raiders just be bad forever. Like, it, it's tough when your team disappoints you. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's one of the worst fucking feelings. It really ever. is. I'll put it up there with anything else. It is. It sucks. Uh, so I'm like, man, I, I would love for my friends to be able to feel that success, but they're so fucking annoying about it that I want them <laughs> to, to lose. You know what I mean? It's like, but I then the you. Chiefs are the Raiders' biggest rival, or one of them, going back decades. You know, it, I mean, that's an old school football rivalry right there, back in the Al Davis days, and them being so good. Makes me hate them. I don't want them to fucking win. Yeah, uh, it, and, it's and the whole fucking Mahomes family sucks ass. <laughs> For real, except the dad. The dad. The cool. dad is sick. The dad is dope as shit. But everybody else, fuck them. Yeah, I agree. It Mahomes is. Be- I mean, we touched on this a little bit. He's become very unlikable. Still love Andy Reid. So that's you know, I can. I guess I could root for him. There's like one Niner fan max that I'd be happy for, you know, um, aside from that, it's like, I don't know. I, it's just a tough, tough Super Bowl out here. And then they're all giants fans too. So it like makes it double. It's, oh, it's so bad. This is a tough one. Yeah. I hate this game. This is absolutely awful. I'm just going to bet the under, I guess so I could be fucking miserable. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> tough one, but let's get to that real, real quick. Just a quick preview. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the Pro Bowl is up next. We skip a week, and then we get the Super Bowl. So teams have two weeks to prepare for the big game. 
we are going to record again Thursday, um, but we'll just touch on some other sports, some other stuff, which we'll, we'll be getting into more during football offseason. There's a lot more other shit going on. We'll keep you up to date on all of it. Um, and then next week we'll do a big Super Bowl preview. We'll do some prop bets. We'll do some some bets, all that shit. We'll break down the game, who we think is going to win, how it's going to go down. Uh, but really quick before we move on, the Chiefs are two-point underdogs. The over-under right now sits at 47. These numbers are probably going to change. Just here on that, which way are you leaning from the jump? Um, just, you know, two straight weekends of Mahomes being an underdog and getting the job done. It's tough to bet against him at this point. Um, that being said, it's a friendly line if you like the Niners too because you got that minus two. You know, kind of safe to assume it's going to be a field goal either way. So um, this is the trust your nuts line of the of the season right here. Whatever yeah, side would you say this is going to be the trust your nuts game of the week. I I think so. Probably yeah. the whole month of February, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Pro Bowl is coming up though. Yeah, that's true. Flag football. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I love the Chiefs here. I think I don't want to say that I don't ever love the Chiefs, but I think I would bet. Um, pretty heavy on them to just just straight up win the game. I, I said the same thing last week. Like if you can get the Chiefs in the playoffs with with Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid as plus money, I don't, it doesn't even matter who they're playing. Tom Brady's not fucking here anymore. He's not suiting up for the 49ers. Yeah. Um, that's the only man on earth that I think can beat a Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl. I don't yeah. think Brock Purdy can do it. I, I think the Chiefs. Uh, I think the line's going to move the other way. I think they might end up even money. Chiefs might be favored by the time we get yeah, to it. I, I could definitely see see it get to like a pick em for sure. And I, I think I like the under too because the style the Chiefs want to win these games in now is like what we just saw. They didn't need to fucking sc- – they didn't even score on the second half, and they won like pretty comfortably. So yeah. I just feel like that kind of is the way they want to play. They, you know, pick up these third-down conversions – um and slow the game down and then let that defense cook you know yeah i absolutely agree all right let's wrap this back bad boy up you know what time it is if you've been following the last couple weeks we got a fucking special appearance mr flores has called in he's one of those uh good friends want to see him be happy but then they're just so fucking annoying you don't really want them to be happy we're going to drop that right here. we got a nice little five-minute phone call from Mr. Flores coming your way. Water Cooler Pod, you knew I was going to call in, and here I am. Third-time caller, long-time listener. I will reiterate it for the third time. Big fan of the show. Love what you guys are doing in sports media. Love what you bring to the table. Enough about you. Let's get into the game. The 49ers victory over the Detroit Lions will go down as one of the greatest franchise, 49er franchise postseason victories ever for a lot of good reasons and a lot of bad reasons. One thing I will say is if you look at all of these Super Bowl winning teams, at some point in the season, whether it was regular season, the playoffs, AFC or NFC championship, or in the Super Bowl itself, luck has to be on your side. Two lucks I'm going to take away from the game. The Juwan Jennings first down, one-handed catch, and the Brandon Ayuk tip catch by the end zone. 
both are lucky. Both took tremendous athletic ability. Both were very lucky. And we capitalized on that luck. The first half, I was down bad. I was in a very dark place. A place I hadn't been in in years. A place that took tremendous therapy to never go back again. But I was there. It got so bad. I kicked my two beautiful children and my wife out of the house. There was too much, Daddy, I took a dump. You need to wipe my ass. Daddy, I want more pirate's booty. Daddy, play this board game with me. Daddy, where are my missing Lego pieces? I said, not now. I'm not Daddy right now. Some things were said by me. My kids started repeating them. My wife was trying to correct me. I said, you got to go. Go take them to your mother's. You will eat dinner there. I will call you later. Kick them out of the house. The first half, the Detroit Lions, there was nothing that we could do to stop them. Running, passing, the defense had their way with us. Our defense wasn't clicking. The Moody missed field goal. 24-7 to end the first half. And then the second half started. And boy, we came out with a vengeance. I, w I would have paid serious money to be in that locker room. I don't know who gave the speech, but somebody did. I know I was giving a speech to myself. I watched the famous speech from Miracle. You know that speech. Three times during halftime. I was giving them energy. Now, I don't want to take... I, I was sitting on my couch, so I'm not going to take, you know, full responsibility for this victory. But if I didn't do that, would we have won? We'll never know. The second half, we came out. The offense started clicking. We got that fumble. We capitalized. The 49ers, when it mattered again, did what they needed to do to take out a victory and, and take it one step further to the Super Bowl. And this next step further after this game was the Super Bowl. The 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. You're not. I'm gonna, that's all I'm going to say about that. I've heard in the media, you guys maybe you said it too, Dan Campbell's mistakes. Yes, Dan Campbell will learn from this. He, he lived and died by what he'd been doing all season, but we made the stops. Dan had to take the points. He didn't, and we made the stop. Give the 49ers credit for making those stops when they needed to. I bet in the future Dan's going to take those points. There's nothing that can be taken away from this team about that game other than they played like poop, they turned it around, and they did what they needed to do to win that game. Brock Purdy, two years in the league, two NFC Championships games, one victory, one loss, Mr. Irrelevant, two years, two years in the league, he is going to the Super Bowl. Mr. Irrelevant, I will take Mr. Irrelevant, a game manager, as you call him, a mid-quarterback, as you call him, to the Super Bowl every day of the week. This is stuff that Disney makes movies about. Mr. Irrelevant to the Super Bowl. Now, he has to take his team to Vegas, and he has to play a fantastic game to beat one of the greatest quarterbacks, I think, that will go down as Patrick Mahomes. He's insufferable. He's got to beat the insufferable Travis Kelsey, great football player, but Mr. Pfizer's insufferable. He's got to go in there, and he's got to shove it down Taylor Swift's throat. 
He's got to go in there. He has to silence Jackson and Brittany Mahomes. America needs to get behind Brock Purdy for those four reasons I just said right there. Will you get behind Brock? I'll take that answer off the air. Kyle? You want to take this? You want to, you want to kick this off for me? Take the floor here. Uh, first off, first and foremost, huge of you, Mr. Flores, to uh, acknowledge the luck, the amount of luck that was involved in that performance. Um, that was big. That was big. Um, although later on you go on to say that the Niners made the plays they had to make. Offensively, I'll give you that. Defensively, they got bailed out by some drops, um, some fumbles, you know, just – Overall, a Lions choke job, as we touched on in the recap. Definitely more of a Lions choke job than than a Niners, you know, really getting out there and making all the plays they needed. Again, offensively, they got it done. All, all respect to them there. Um, another thing, calling it the biggest postseason win for a team that has five rings is a wild, a wild statement. That's just a wild statement. I get that you're juiced up. I get that you're a wee little baby uh, when they last – one um but they they do have five rings in their in their franchise history i think they've had a, a few bigger wins uh than than what we saw on sunday uh but again huge comeback respect to them they got the job done um and lastly and they were playing a lions team that hasn't been in a game like that in exactly. 60 years that's just irrelevant um lastly respect to you for uh making the executive decision to, you know, get your family out of there, get them to a safe space uh, because sounds like you may have said some things. Um, I'm glad, I'm glad your uh, lovely children, your lovely wife didn't have to see you in full on uh freak out mode. Although I'm, I'm sure it got much better uh, in the second half for you, but I'm sure there were still some tensions high and it's probably best that they left uh, for the day. So I'm, I'm glad you made that decision uh, very interested to hear what your Super Bowl setup is going to be. Um, do you just start on your own? Do you do you, how many times do you watch Miracle uh, leading up to it? I'm very intrigued. Can't wait to hear back. I might go over to his house at halftime if they're losing. I just want to fuck. I'm bring my kids too, and we're gonna talk so much shit. Yeah. Where's your Ray. <laughs> <laughs> just record. Like tell him he does, afterwards. Tell him be like, don't don't worry about calling in. I got I got everything recorded. <laughs> I, I have just a couple notes. Did you notice he said uh, Brock Purdy, two years in the league, two straight NFC championship games? Yeah. You know what that pause was? That was that was the Eagles beating that ass. So I knew you would appreciate he, that. He wanted to say NFC championships, but realized he couldn't uh, yeah. say Yeah. Yeah. That was the Eagles. Um, this is uh, off topic, not related. Do you have the phone number for CPS? Child Protective Services. Um, just, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll shoot you a, a text with that because we probably should. Yeah, I'm just thinking maybe they should just be on like speed dial for the Super Bowl unless the kids are going to be in a safe place. I'll check in with Trina because uh, some of the language was concerning there. I just want to make yeah. sure that everyone's everyone's good. You know how these Niner fans get. Yeah. Uh, I also just want to say it too. Uh, he asked if we're going to support Brock Purdy. Are you supporting Brock Purdy? Uh, Fuck Brock Purdy. I can't say that I'm going to support. If I'm Brock. going to get behind Brock Purdy, it's because I'm going to fuck Brock Purdy. That's the only way I'm getting behind him. Mm. I'm I'm pro Travis Kelsey. Do you think Travis yeah. Kelsey is unlikable? 
No, no, no. Travis Kelsey's very likable. Mahomes Travis? has gotten unlikable. Travis Kelsey, Mahomes, great. Yeah, yeah. And, Mahomes, and fact, my my parlay for the people, you know, a little preview here is going to be Chiefs money line followed by a Travis Kelsey proposal. I fucking love that. That would be that would do numbies. I mean, that it. I'm not a big like conspiracy theory guy. I'm not a big NFL rigged sports are rigged. If the Chiefs win, Kelsey catches like a game winning touchdown. And then proposes right after. Remember that Boise State game against Oklahoma? Yeah. A la that. All right. That might be a fucking a little too close to Disney, who owns ESPN, who's tied in with the NFL. I might be on on the conspiracy there. But I'm pro Kelsey. I'm pro Taylor Swift. I fuck with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. She's good. And she's, she's hot. Yeah, what else would you want? A couple. I don't I don't know what you want to say. And I'm pro. I'll, I'll fucking get vaxxed. I'll get vaxxed on Super Bowl Sunday, dude. I don't give a fuck. Right here on the stream. Let's do it. If it helps me win, win my fucking bets, yeah, fucking shoot it up, dude. <laughs> I don't give a shit. So I just want to say that I, I'm on the record. All three of those, give them to me. I like them. Check, fuck check, Brock Purdy. <laughs> I think the only guy on the Niners that I like that I fuck with hard is like Kittle. I fuck with Kittle. I fuck with Trent Williams too bodyguard yeah but he does seem like a douchebag too yeah i could see that i don't know i feel like he's always trying to fight like cornerbacks and shit which yeah. i mean you're that big why not uh, one more is uh fred warner i fuck with fred warner for sure yeah he's sick a uh, cougar right uh uh i think so yeah byu yeah Arr. <laughs> All right. Hey, well, that wraps it up, man. We'll, we'll, we'll be back later in the week. We'll talk some Pro Bowl action. We'll talk some NBA. MLB opening day is like two months away. Hey, did you see uh, the news? What? Shoei Otani's a Dodger. <laughs> Damn. Hey, with that, I'll see you at the water cooler. Cheers. Cheers. Steady. If you wanna live it, place it in your mind. Everything could change in just one night. There we go again, talking real heavy. Listen up, world, I think I'm talking pretty steady. If you wanna live it, place it in your mind. Everything could change in just one night.